0: Thank you so much for joining me, my name is Steven Michael and this is Charisma so in case you don't know, Charisma is the program in which I teach you how you can become a magical personality that people love, respect and and i admire i've been doing this podcast and this is like the fourth episode and in this first episode we want to look at something very important and we want to look at the five proven tricks of influence so basically i'm going to be showing you some little things that you can do to actually improve your power of influence also in my life I have been opportuned to experience life at different dimension and at different dimensions and at different levels and there are three there are three particular experiences that I have that have shaped my life and I cannot forget these experiences because at that point I never thought I could pull through I thought I was going to be a massive failure they were so challenging for me at that time uh, but i was able to pull through and some of the things i learned or some of the things i'm going to be teaching you today are the things that i actually learned through those experiences and it's been awesome and of course there are also things that are in line with the subject of today the things that i believe could really benefit you so the first experience i had that was really life-changing for me was many years ago when I was a teacher in a secondary school. Now, I took my Yek at SS2, SS2, okay, so I began to teach at the same period of time SS2 too. So I became a secondary school teacher and I was handling between SS1 to SS3 really smart guy you must say but i was teaching in a secondary school where most of the guys were very threatening now if you know me you probably already know that i'm skinny and i am also very youthful and young so you can imagine how young i was back in in those days and so they were these huge guys and they were my students and so they, they were very threatening and i never knew how am i going to be able to carry these guys along without getting beaten up because these guys can really really beat anybody up and obviously some of the teachers if not all the teachers we are very scared of them now I don't want to look like a scared kid in class because these these are my students okay so I have to find a way to actually command respect serious and deep respect without getting beaten off by these guys and that particular moment and period of my life taught me a lot of lessons on how anyone can always find a better way to influence people without you know, following the normal rules without following what has always worked in this case in my experience teachers are respected because they can plug you because they are older than you and yes because they are your teacher In this context I have to find a better reason and I have to position myself in a different way for me to be able to carry these huge threatening students of mine along in the class and actually win their love, their attention, their admiration and their respect. I think it's one of the greatest things that I love to think about seeing how I was able to fare especially without getting beaten up The second point in my life that was very critical was many years ago too when I started an NGO in our city and um, I was wondering how I could lead people and get them to do something that is beneficial for the organization without having to either use Cain or use God or use anything to threaten them. Now I don't know your experience, but my experience back then have always been: if you want people to do something, you you've got to bring God into it. You've got to bring threats. You know, there has to be hellfire. There have to be consequences they have to be threatening messages if you really want people to take your message very seriously but I told myself I don't want any of that now I'm gonna be running an NGO and I really want to be able to influence these guys and earn their trust and earn their respect without necessarily having to lie to them about anything about life and guess what I was able to do that too kudos to me (laughs) i know this might sound like i'm blowing my trumpet but trust me i record the moments of my life that i've been able to do something that i never really believed i could be able to do and these moments they are those moments the third moment i could remember vividly was when i started synergy network and that again was many years ago Now, Synergy Network is an entrepreneurship network that I started in the capital city of Anambra State and I had this group of entrepreneurs that were coming to my program that were way successful, way more successful than myself. I hold programs, people come with their cars and I come with my leg. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine having an audience of people who are coming to listen to you who have more successful things that people can see more than you some of them are richer than myself some of them earn more money than myself and i think to some extent some of them also were smarter than myself and i had to be the leader and the founder of this organization where every other person or many other guys that are members of that organization were smarter than myself so i had to learn how to lead people who are older than myself, smarter than myself, more successful than myself, possibly richer than myself. That particular experience, my friend, was very revolutionary to me. Now, I want you to know that the things I'm going to be sharing with you might not deal with all the scopes that I just talked about in my own experience, but they all formed a particular culture and a particular way of thinking for me. And that way of thinking is that you can always do without The regular way of influence okay so if there is a particular way people think this is actually the way to influence people and you've looked at this way and it's not in alignment with your value you can always always find a way to influence people say for instance in today's world people think you have to go crazy or you have to be dressed indecently just to influence people but the truth is you can still influence people dressing decently and without necessarily having to go crazy the, the subject of today is the subject of influence and it is something that I want you and I to have an honest conversation and so I want to remind you that there are two major ways you can influence people the first one is to put a gun on their head the second one is to simply ask for their permission okay so when you put a gun on their head that's called coercion right and of course you know gun is just uh, it's just something it's just an image it could be threats it could be uh whatever whatever that forces people any kind of force any art of force and sometimes force can also be subtle okay uh, say blackmailing and different other forms of forces You see, anytime you use force to gather influence, you've just used the first level of influence. But that level of influence is fast dying away. We live in a different world. We don't live in a military regime. We live in a democracy or in a democratic society. And people today can be influenced through permission. So we have what we call permission-based influence. In permission-based influence, it is the kind of influence where people give you the permission to lead them, the permission to influence them, the permission to help them, and of course, the permission for you to be in their life. And to me, that is the greatest level of influence because it makes the job easier. You don't need a gun, you don't need a bullet, you just need to be you. And such people, they follow you to the end of the earth. Why? Because following you was entirely their decision and they love it and they are excited about it. So today, I just want to give you the 5 tips, or the 5 tricks if you don't mind, on how you can build such level of permission-based influence. The first one is you must learn to own yourself and your shapes. This is very important, own yourself. I think that one of the greatest disappointments I've had when I come in contact with anybody who is in a position of leadership or who claims to be a leader is when I look at you and I see that you're not in harmony with yourself. When I look at you and I see that you're still struggling to be who you are or you're still struggling to accept certain aspects of your life. You see, when you don't own yourself, it kind of creates insecurity. At some point in your life, you have to accept the fact that you can't be everything and that what you already are is enough. While you keep on improving on your strength, that you will not let your weaknesses to get in the way of your success. I think when you own yourself, you begin to appreciate yourself more and you begin to lay some demands on yourself that are just driven by yourself you're not driven by public opinion you're not influenced by what people want from you what you give to people in public is something that is consistent with what you've wanted from yourself in private when you own yourself you are in alignment okay you you do things that are in alignment with your with your values you do things that are in alignment with your convictions and when you own yourself what happens is that the world looks at you and the people listen the people that that connect with your kind of person or people that have been looking for your kind of person, we easily connect with you, we easily find you because anytime they look at you, they can define you. A man who does not accept himself is in disharmony, okay? So today he is like this and tomorrow he is like that. He is in a constant battle with himself. He does not want to accept the fact that this is who he is and he needs to do something about it. So he keeps arguing, he keeps hiding, he keeps being insecure, and guess what? He keeps losing himself. People can't really tell who he is, where he belongs, what he stands for. At some point in your journey in life, if you want to become the kind of leader that people will follow, you have to own yourself to the point of owning your shit. To the point that you tell people, hey, I know this is my problem. Listen, I know there's no argument. It is wrong, and I know that and i'm gonna do something about it i might just need a little more time but i'm doing something about it when you own yourself you own your voice you own your dress you own your culture you own your religion you own your convictions your belief system you are in harmony perfect harmony with who you are you're not in conflict you're not trying to be like someone else you're not trying to copy someone else you're not trying to form for people to impress people whatever you do is what you want to do and is in alignment with what you believe about life work family and relationship the second step or the second thing that you need to do is you need to be valuable if you're going to be a person of influence you need to be someone who understands how to use your gifts and your talents to contribute meaningfully to the people around you and this is very important people gravitate around value people love people who contribute positively to their lives and trust me sometimes negatively too but people love people who offer something who bring something to the table of life now, the problem with many of us is that we have not learned how to use the gifts we have and the talents we have and the skills we have to be of value to the community, the society or even the people around us. You have to constantly ask yourself, what do I have to do with my gifts, no matter how small it is, drawing, singing, uh, appreciation, gratitude, you have a gift of talking or a gift of giving. or. You know, whatever gift you have, it doesn't matter. What matters is that this gift was given to you so you can use it to be of value to people. If you've not yet discovered your gift, then you should invest your resources on that. Okay? If you have a talent, then you should be thinking of how you can use this to be of value to people. Now, forget about money at this point. What you want is to have people who can say, he helped me, she helped me. People whom, in your absence, will feel the impact that you've made in their life. You, I want you to be someone that when people come in contact with you, they live with something. They live with a sense that coming in contact with you brings something. Be the person that always shows up to the table with some kind of value, with some kind of something to offer to people. It could be as simple as praises, gratitude, appreciation. It could be something as motivation. You could be the person who drives people to their dream or the person who shows up for a friend in the moments of their need. You, my friend, have to be a personal value if you want to have people's permission to lead them and the third thing I want to say is you have to learn the act of kindness kindness is an act and it can be learned <laughs> you don't have to be a kind person many of us are just waiting oh I'm not a kind person I wish I'm that kind you don't have to wish you that kind you don't have to be in quotes, in quotes kind person you have to learn the act of kindness you have to learn to show concern even though sometimes you don't even understand why in the world anybody is struggling with that shit but you have to show concern All right, you have to learn to offer to help people you see someone struggling with something you could offer to give them a direction or to buy them a book or to recommend them to a friend or to take them to a friend you could just offer to listen okay learn to empathize empathize with people learn to empathize with people you see people going through something you see people going through a struggle learn how to hold your critical self and just be there for them act of kindness in my experience is the most powerful form of influence that I've ever seen in my entire life there is nothing like an act of kindness and sometimes it could be very very small you meet someone at a point of need my you have to do something a dear friend of mine just recently i i ran into a problem and i called him i said dude listen i am I, I ran into a problem i need some money to take care of myself i just need you know a bulk of money and i told him the amount i had now he told me that he doesn't have the money but he's gonna do something before friday now guess what happened on friday i could remember or something like that i couldn't remember the exact date he sent me five thousand naira i'm like dude i didn't ask you for five thousand naira. i told you i have a very serious problem why would you send five thousand but then he dropped a message for me i will never forget in my entire life He said, I do not have the amount that you asked for, but I want to give you this little to support you while you find the amount that you're looking for. That particular message was still on my mind. It brought tears to my eyes. I thought about it. I was supposed to get angry and disappointed, but then I thought about it. Why would he give me? why would he give me this i mean he could have just told me he doesn't have it and let me worry about my life but the truth is that little money was his way of telling me if i had the money i would have given it to you but i don't want to give you excuses i just want to make sure that you know that the little one i have i will always give to you it was the greatest act of kindness for me there are sick people around you there are confused people around you there are people that are not so brilliant around you. There are people that people are making fun or jest of around you. There are people that are not as exposed as you are. Sometimes, act of kindness means that you look at them and you empathize with them. You show them something. You get them a gift. You you just be a blessing to them. They They will never forget that moment of need in which you showed up for them and you stood in for them. The first step that I want to talk about today is you You have to learn how to cultivate a sense of purpose and certainty. So if you want to become an influencer, if you want to become someone that people follow because they want to follow, you're going to need these two major tools. You, you need a sense of purpose and you also need a level of certainty. Now, I said a level of certainty, not like you have figured everything out, but you have to figure certain things out. For yourself so here is what I'm trying to see you have to know what you want in life you have to be clear on the kind of person you want to be the problem with many of us is we really don't know the kind of person we want to be or the kind of people we need in our life and because of that we keep running from one woman to the next woman or one man to the next man one relationship to the next relationship relationship is not gonna solve your confusion what's gonna solve your confusion is a level of clarity and that comes with a sense of purpose you have to know why am I doing the things that I do where am I heading to where do I want to be what kind of people do I need in my life what kind of work do I need in my life what kind of person do I really want to be and then you have to build a level of certainty and you have to build a sense of purpose you see what happens is that when you have a sense of purpose people follow you people follow you because they believe you're going to take them somewhere they believe you know the next action to take you know the next direction you know the next place they need to be in their life in their career or in your relationship but when you lack a sense of purpose you make it difficult for any reasonable human being to follow you because why would i be following someone who is not heading anywhere why would i be following someone that i can't quite tell where she's going or if she has a place at all. So cultivate a sense of purpose and certainty. The last thing I'm gonna say today before we come to the end of today's podcast is be in the know. Be in the know. We live in a knowledge-driven society. The more intelligent you are, the more respect you command. The more you have the more facts you have, the more knowledge you have, the more respect you command. Now, look at what I'm trying to say. A lot of people out there are very confused and a lot of people out there have very little information to rely on. So, the more you learn, the more you know, the more you command their respect, admiration, and of course, their followership. This almost always works everywhere. Who is a pastor? A pastor is someone who claims to know the Bible more than you. And so we all go to church and submit ourselves to a pastor so that he is gonna feed us with the word because he knows that word more than us. Now the same thing happens in every other industry. The more enlightened you are, the more brilliant, the more the more educated or the more information you have, the more respect you command so learn 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 gather facts pick your stories learn a little farther than others so if people are studying like three books or three courses or three steps about the subject matter why don't you go uh, you know go farther than them learn 10 steps ahead of them, 3 steps ahead of them, 5 steps ahead of them. By doing that, you will automatically command their respect, their admiration and their love. And they want to follow you because they believe that you know what you are doing. So my dear friend, I have just handed over to you the 5 proven tricks of influence. Now, I am not saying that that these are the only tricks the only ways you can be influential i just shared the five that i felt that you should know in the context of our discussion and that i feel that will appeal to you and of course there are so many other ones that we could be talking about especially when you attend my seminars my programs or my conferences i want i want to reach out to you i want us to get connected i want to know that this particular podcast got to you and that you picked something no matter how small it is show me your own act of kindness by getting in touch with me and sharing with me what you learned or if you have questions that you want me to attend to i will be so glad to attend to your questions probably i might even do a podcast another podcast with your question and bringing a lot of clarity and bringing a lot of sh- character my name is Ste Michael and at this juncture I think it will be a good bye. so I look forward to seeing you in the next episode of my podcast bye for now